0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Abundant Truth broadcast with host Roger L. Evans. Join us as we stand in defense of the gospel and herald the message of the Christian faith. Stay tuned for today's message. Cause they heard your conversation at lunch. When you talk about what you do, they heard your They saw your text message. You can't run down your boss and want a witness to your coworker. You can't complain about your finances and want a witness to your boss. You can't complain about how unfair and how unholy and unrighteous they are, while all the while demonstrating something else. And so then I guess we got to scale it back further then and say, God, help me to be right so that my life won't contradict what comes out of my mouth. Because when you think your life don't matter and you act like that, you acting like you don't, you are serving the unknown God. Because the God I serve don't allow me to talk about people and be puffed up after I do it the God I serve don't have me juiced up to go put people in their place and to let them know who I am, to let them know who they're dealing with. And the next time they come and tell me, then you are serving the unknown God. How many times, as they say, I'm scared of what I say to other believers. I don't say everything to everybody. Everybody. Right, wrong, or indifferent. They belong to the Lord. God will get with you. Jacob was wrong. God spoke to him and told him to go home. But because he was so afraid of Laban, he going to get up by night and gather the man's daughters, got all his children and all his stuff, it was going to leave undercover. Wrong. He broke all kind of respect, order, and protocol. But God, but God, come on say, but God tells Laban, look, don't you mess with Jacob and don't you say nothing good or say anything bad against him. That really, even when a saint does something wrong, you ain't got nothing to say but whatever the word of the Lord is. He said, don't you say nothing good or bad of yourself, but not us. Talk about they saved. And you talking about you saved, talking about them, talking about they saved. Your spirit is whole. Fighting saints. Fighting saints. This is my wife, and I love her and I know we like to say it because it sounds good, but if I'm really controlled by the Spirit of God, even if something goes down, I shouldn't be cussing and ready to swing. And ten of y'all shouldn't be behind me talking about, brother, I understand. You're going to still sin in my soul. Man, please, you know, if that was my wife, man, please, you, I would have done this. Same people juicing one another up to be ungodly. Do you think you're going to stand before God in peace when you're inducing the righteous to wickedness? The Lord knows and understands we go through some hard things in this life. People can do some wicked things to us. They can say things they can lie on us, they can hurt our family, they can hurt our friends, and because they're our family and our friends, it gets next to us. We know that, but it getting next to me should not make me trod underfoot the blood of Jesus It should not make me counted an unholy thing, so I can go to the rescue of others that need the same Christ I need. Because after I've saved them from that situation, who's going to save me in the day of judgment? Things do hurt. People say things. And anybody that's preaching for a number of years, we can tell you a whole lot of stories. I can tell you some stories. I'm home and I got to say I was here, I was there, I was doing this, and I'm thinking these are the same people who I see day in and day out. The same people that tell me I'm so anointed, the same people that hug me and tell me they love me are the very ones that are saying he's sleeping with the missionary. He's sleeping with this one. And you know what God did for me? He said, yeah. Because then I was upset that the person even came to tell me that the people were telling me. But this is what the Lord said. He said, if I allowed it, now what is your response going to be? So every time I got ready to go to church, I had to shake myself. God bless you. How you doing? And the very ones that said it. I hugged them, and if they wanted me to pray for them, I still prayed for them. they wanted me to promise I'd do them. well, this is what the Lord is saying. If you don't practice righteousness, you will never do righteousness. Oh Why? It's hard because you ain't never done it. Anything you do repeatedly becomes easy. While people still hollering is hard, that means you've been there 20 years, and you ain't never forgive anybody. You still hollering is hard. You still can't let it go. Oh, my spirit, my spirit is so what? It's that a man that does not have control of his own spirit is like a city that don't have no walls. So then, when we're out there, our message is Jesus and him crucified. That You got that message if you were redeemed. And if you ain't got that message, that means you don't trust your own salvation. And then, what is your motive? You don't do it to look special among us. You don't do it to have a big S on your chest like you a super saint. You're the first of all supposed to do it because we're commanded of our Lord. But second of all, because of love. He said, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. You love you enough. To repent of your sins and get saved. Can't you love your neighbor enough to tell them the truth when they don't want to hear it per adventure? The glorious light of the gospel would shine in unto them. But also not only obedience to love, but fear. See, the world wants to step it out and say, God can't be one of love if judgment is attached. All this love he's showing you is showing you how to escape it. That's why they said, therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. I know he's coming. Some say you need to get saved. You need to repent. There is a day of judgment that is coming upon the face of the earth. And God said, Jesus, so that you won't have to do it, I won't have to do it. This is why we do what we do. Do you feel God enough to know, oh, it's coming? If he would say, it, it, think about it. If it don't come, you're going to die. It's, it's, it's a fact. You will die. So you got to live like he's coming. You got to live like that day of judgment is coming. And then that should fuel you. That even when that person says, I don't want to hear it. You're like, no, nah, but you need to hear it. Your soul is at stake. I don't want to hear that religious stuff. I understand you don't want to hear it. But I know the terror of the Lord. I know that it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. I know this. Jesus warned us of these things. So these things have to be going on in us that we cannot get so caught up in this American system that it's saying me, myself, and I, you're so wore out because you're trying to feed your flesh thanks for listening to today's message. The Abundant Truth broadcast is a ministry of Abundant Truth International. For more information, visit us at abundantlytruth.net. And remember, the Bible is truth, and it is abundantly true. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woo a hand clapper, a high-fiver?